Welcome to Truth Culture Life. This is Royce Hood, and this is a special episode, probably the last episode I'm going to be able to produce between now and the end of the year, just with so much going on. It's going to be really difficult for me to crank anything out between now and then. Um, small chance I'm going to have an interview with Immaculate, uh, the Rwanda genocide survivor and a friend of my family's. Uh, small chance we'll be talking to her next week. If we do, I'll bring that to you either before the end of the year or after the first of the year. In the meantime, uh, again, welcome to Truth Culture Life. I'm Royce Hood and Father Orsi. I've given him basically off until after the holidays so that he has, he's just busy, you know, priests always busy during this time of year. Um, this is going to be an update on all the different things that I have going on. Uh, and for benefit of my listeners at Truth Culture Life and on Catholic Spirit Radio, um, this is for you as well as for everybody that's out there on social media that um, and on the different channels that I'm involved with. So um, I'm going to be talking a little bit about uh, what I call um, uh, vitae fides. And that, that basically just means life and faith. And as I continue on with the different projects that I am involved with, I'm constantly struggling with how do I tie all these different things together? Do I have like 10 different nonprofit charities to run each of my projects, film, music, um, publishing, events, you name it? Or is there a way for me to maybe create one, one banner for all of my different projects? And I was, I've been really brainstorming a lot and praying about this and what, you know, what, do all of these different things and initiatives that I'm involved with have in common. And, and one of the things I came up with was um, life and faith. They are either pro-life or they are pro-faith. Um, so there you have it. Uh, vitae fetus, uh, Latin for uh, faith and uh, or life and faith. And I was able to get the .com and the .org. So I don't need another website. I have too many as it is. I think I've got like over a hundred different websites or domain names pointing different places. Um, I'm kind of a domain name nerd at the end of the day, but that that's it. So so what is Vitae Fetus? Well, it's nothing right now. It's It's an initiative. At some point, maybe I will roll all of my um, different ventures that are charitable under that umbrella. And I think that would make a lot of sense. So life and faith initiatives basically include programs like this show, Truth Culture Life, the the Royce Hood show, um, which is sort of similar to Truth Culture Life, but in production. I've got the Catholic Film Foundation, which is a separate uh, 501c3. So maybe that's just supported by this initiative uh, that is based out of Missouri. That is something that I really hope to build up over the course of the next year. Right now, um, the Catholic Film Foundation is in its infancy, and it is uh, it really just has a few board members. But we're speaking with some big industry insiders that are involved with Hollywood that are that are Catholic that would be interested in being involved in something like this. And the goal with the Catholic Film Foundation is uh, to support, produce, and share high quality film and related uh, related media, really to um, promote film but as well as the film is the artists behind the film and the producers and the directors and so forth um it's sort of you know at first the very first project is the incorruptible movie we needed a way that we could fund the production and so we've got this entity that can be used for that but we want to i want to be able to fund other films as well and projects that are unrelated to the things i'm working on 
we want to recognize and encourage the production of, again, high quality movies. So many movies in the Catholic world over the last decade or two, um, I feel like the quality has gotten better. But if you look at some of like the earlier pictures that were produced um, in the Catholic space, they were so cheesy and low quality and bad acting and just terrible cinematography, really, really well-intentioned, but they don't do us any good, right? We can't, we can't just make things to preach to the choir. We need to make films that are outward thinking. And so along those lines, just um, December 4th, just a, a couple of weeks ago, I was able to host uh, a private screening of Cabrini, which um, sadly nobody from Catholic Spirit Radio was able to come out to that. But some of my friends from Peoria were able to come and we had some people even come from out of town for it. But Cabrini is really interesting. The criticism I have heard of from a few big Catholic people that have seen advanced screenings of Cabrini is that there's really no prayer. You really don't see anything about the sacraments. It's, it's really not a story about the church. Um, and so it's not, it's not really preachy in any way, shape, or form. But when I saw it, it struck me that like, wow, that it, it is truly a story about this remarkable uh, woman, this, this saint, you know, Mother Cabrini, who came over to the United States with nothing and was able to create a global uh, healthcare network literally across the world. It, it was said in the movie uh, at the very end, um, and actually I think Eustace Wolfington maybe said this, he was, he's the executive director and he came out to Peoria to share the film along with some of his colleagues. He basically said like her, her real estate portfolio, which was all charitable, but Mother Cabrini controlled it basically was, you know, rivaled that of like uh, the Rockefellers or anybody else that was in, in business uh, for profit. And she gets very little credit for how much she was able to achieve in her lifetime. Um, one of the things that really struck me was uh, one of the hospitals that Cabrini started in New York. She was only apparently on site for 120 days after it opened. And she had the operation of that hospital basically working like clockwork from the guy that uh, clean the bathrooms to the doctors and surgeons to the administration to the fundraising efforts to the operations and so forth it was humming like a whistle um and she she left she couldn't spend any more time there because she had other hospitals and other uh, orphanages and things that she was opening uh, and, and working on around the country so just uh, really truly incredible what uh, mother cabrini was able to accomplish so cabrinifilm.com that is that was the first non-related uh, event sponsored by the Catholic Film Foundation. And people that are interested, you can learn more about the Catholic Film Foundation at catholic.xyz. Again, the first project that you'll see promoted on there is Incorruptible, which I'll get into next. So uh, Incorruptible, wow. Um, this movie is definitely the biggest thing I've ever undertaken. When I, I, I the, for those that don't know the story, uh, Sister Wilhelmina was born Mary Elizabeth in St. Louis on Palm Sunday, April 13th, 1924. Uh, she was born as Mary Elizabeth. And as a young lady, Mary experienced a number of graces, um, mystical graces and experiences that really cemented her love for Jesus during her first Holy Communion and, and confirmation, she saw things and heard things. On one occasion, she heard Jesus say, will you be mine? I believe that was at her confirmation. 
And she recounted that he was so handsome, how could she say no? And she didn't realize at the time that she was the only one get, getting confirmed that saw Jesus or heard Jesus. And none of her friends had that experience except for her. And so things like that really led to her, um, her vocation. So of course, those who know the story of Sister Wilhelmina, her body, she died about four or five years ago, uh, May 29th. Um, and this will be actually, we're entering in the fifth, uh, her fifth anniversary of her death. She, it was discovered that uh, her body is completely intact four years after her death um, and sort of by accident of the sisters in Gower, Missouri. And so what that means is that she's allegedly an incorruptible. And there are apparently 300 incorruptibles around the world that the church recognizes. Most of these, all of those incorruptibles that are recognized are saints, have been canonized. Interestingly enough, incorruptibility is not sufficient enough for canonization by itself. Uh, you need two miracles after your death um, to be canonized. And so incorruptibility is not considered one of those miracles, although I, I think it certainly lends some credibility to, uh, to canonization. Anyway, so incorruptible, I'm going to be sending out an update to the email list. I've been sitting on the update for about two weeks trying to get the wording right. Perfection is the enemy of production. And therefore, I'm going to try to get this thing out this weekend or by Monday. A few weeks ago, I was in Gower with the sisters and with uh, Mike Miglin, a producer with Sistine Films in Kansas City. And we filmed our first reenactment of the discovery scene. And I, I was just so blown away and impressed by, first of all, when, when I sort of had this idea for this scene and I articulated it and, and put it down on the paper. And what we walked away with it was just way more beautiful than anything I could have imagined. The day that we filmed the discovery scene uh, in Gower with the sisters, it was a very overcast, misty day. The ground was muddy and wet from the recent snow that had fallen and, and melted. And I just assumed that when we shot, it would be sort of this eerie atmosphere with the mist and the fog. And right when we started filming, the sun came out and it was it was just absolutely beautiful. Now, for people that do cinematography and photography, sometimes fog, overcast weather can actually be very beautiful with the natural lighting. Um, so I was okay with it being misty and foggy, but I never could have imagined um, the sun and, and the, the, there was just enough clouds that we had enough um, cloud cover to uh to prevent there being uh too much too many shadows or too much glare from the sun but then we got this sunset at the end and so i intend on um sharing uh sharing the uh the clip from the discovery scene we've edited it down to about 48 seconds which is very very short that's a not quite a trailer length but it is what i call a teaser and so i'm going to release that with the email update probably either later Friday today, which is where I'm producing the radio show or by Monday. Um, let's see, that would be December 18th. So stay, stay tuned. Look for that. If you don't know where to go, you can go to incorruptiblemovie.com. Um, and once you sign up for updates, you'll get a link to catholic.xyz, which has a um, sort of a secret screener page on the website that you'll get access to once you sign up for email updates. So incorruptible is in the works. We are going to need support. Um, we've already raised a good amount of money, but it goes very, very quickly when you are traveling around the country 
um, paying film crews and editors and different things that you need to help put the picture together. So we're going to need to do some more fundraising, probably starting sometime in January of 2024. So coming up and that will be ongoing until the film is done because filming interviews is relatively inexpensive. But when we start to film the reenactment scenes, especially when we need extras and we need a set designer and we need costumes and different things to make it era um, appropriate. Like, for instance, if we do the scene where she heard Jesus, you know, say, will you be mine? You know, that was a young Wilhelmina. We need to find an actor for that role. We don't want it to be cheesy. We don't want it to be low quality. It needs to be beautiful. But I feel like some of those scenes, if we can do them, we will do them. And God willing, if for some reason we don't raise the money that we need for those scenes, and we'll we'll do something else. But that's the plan. And, and what I'm going to do is invite people. We're going to propose several scenes um, and then invite groups or, or individuals to sponsor the specific scene so that we could crowd crowdfund, not just for the whole film, but actually for a particular reenactment that we want to do to put that in the movie. And I think that'll be kind of a fun way to get fans of sister Wilhelmina involved, they can, they can contribute directly to a particular scene of her life. All right. So incorruptible, um, updates coming soon. Stay tuned. Go to incorruptiblemovie.com for that update. All right. When I come back on the other side of the break, um, you're listening to truth culture life. This will be the last episode before the end of the year. And before Christmas, I, again, I just don't have the bandwidth to do any more right now with the holidays approaching. So stay tuned. Truth Culture Life will be back after the first of the year. Um, we're going to go to a commercial break. And when I come back, I'm going to pick up our uh, the Life and Faith uh, initiative update, all the different projects that I'm involved with. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yeah, don't ever lose hope. Jesus said, Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. It was because of these words of Christ that Catholic Spirit Radio was founded. As Christians, we should evangelize because our love of God and neighbor compels us to do so. By supporting Catholic Spirit Radio, you are participating in the work of evangelization and fulfilling your Christian duty. May God bless you generously for doing so. Hi, this is Kathy and Anne from Catholic Spirit Radio. We are looking for folks who would love to volunteer with us during our fundraisers and various other station events and tasks throughout the year. We really need volunteers in the DeKalb, Sycamore, Morris, Joliet, and Lincoln areas, as well as Bloomington Normal. If you have a few extra hours or more a month, put them to use for the Lord. We would love to add your name to our Catholic Spirit Radio volunteer list. Contact us at office at catholicspiritradio.org. Listeners support Catholic Spirit Radio in many different ways. Some write checks, others use credit cards. But did you know that you can also give Catholic Spirit Radio your old car, truck, boat, motorcycle, or RV, even if it's not working? Donating your vehicle is easy. We take care of everything from pickup to tax receipt. Just go to CatholicSpiritRadio.com to click on the Donate Your Vehicle link or call 866-628-CARS. St. Paul, in writing to the early Christians of Corinth, encouraged them to be fools for Christ's sake. Foolishness in the eyes of the world consists of such things as giving one's time, talent, or treasure to a worthy cause. 
attending Mass, going to confession, joining the religious life, or even running a Catholic radio station. By being fools in the eyes of the world, we are wise in Christ. Wouldn't it be great if we all were fools for Christ? Christmas and year-end giving constitutes one-third of all charitable donations made annually. Please join others in supporting Catholic Spirit Radio during December. Donations do great good and are tax-deductible. To give to our Christmas and year-end giving campaign, please visit our website at catholicspiritradio.com today. All right, welcome back to Truth Culture Life at Catholic Spirit Radio. Um, you're listening to a sort of an unusual episode. This is just basically a super long monologue. I uh, sort of purposely didn't schedule any guests. I've I told Father Orsi this morning via text, "Don't worry about coming, Father. We'll pick it up on the other side of the new year." We are entering into a really busy couple of weeks. My all my kids are going to be. Uh, sitting around and, you know, counting down the days to Christmas. It's a definitely a magical time of the year. It's a lot of grace. Um, it's also a very busy time of year for me. So for those of you that know, I'm an attorney by trade. Um, and I am outside general counsel with the March for Life in Washington, D.C. I was a board member with the March from 2012 to 2019. And it truly has been one of the greatest privileges of my life to work, work with uh, Jeannie Mancini and Pat Kelly and all the different people over the years that have been involved with, um, with the March. So busy time of year, as you can imagine. And I also have the law of life summit coming up in Washington, DC. So are any of you listening to this program planning to attend the March for life this year? Um, I, I guess I'm going to pause and wait for an answer. Although there's nobody else uh, on the air right now with me. But the reason why I asked that is if you are going to, to Washington, D.C. First of all, reach out and let me know. You can reach me at Royce, R-O-Y-C-E, at lawlife.org. That is my Law of Life Summit-related email address. Again, that's Royce at lawlife.org. Let me know if you're going. This is the first year, weather pending. I am not going to fly to the march. I've flown every year, and I just, there's something about flying. I've flown more times than I can count all over the world. And sometimes flying is a necessity. I just don't like it anymore. I think, you know, post COVID, like it, I just don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy um, being strapped into a, a, an iron bucket, 30,000 feet in the air. I love driving. And when I drive and I've been driving so much for the film Incorruptible uh, all over the country, filming different places. When I drive, it's fun. Like I listen to podcasts, I make phone calls. I think I listen to music, my music project that I'm working on. I, I can, you know, listen to music over and over again and get a sense of what sounds good and what does it and critique things in my mind. So driving for me has, is almost like a form of therapy. The downside is it takes a bit longer. The upside is you get to see some beautiful parts of the country. And honestly, I try to, you know, the highways are great, but I try to take smaller roads at times when I can. So January will be interesting, driving from Illinois to Washington um, the week of the March. My plan, also well, the summit, the Law of Life Summit is the day before the March for Life. So I'm going to actually be in D.C. the day before that um, filming in Baltimore for Incorruptible. 
And once we're done filming, I'll head to DC and we'll get set up for the Law of Life Summit. So that's January 18th from one to four. So for any of my listeners, that's a free event, but space is limited. And the Law of Life Summit, this will be our 11th year. It's an annual event and it's it's just amazing. It's one of probably the best kept secrets is what people have told me. Um, it's one of the only events that there aren't thousands of people cramming into. And you get to actually meet and, and hear from some of the nation's biggest pro-life leaders, lawyers, influencers, and just regular people that are just doing great work in their communities. It's a ton of fun. It's, um, it's a lot of strategy and inspiration um, and a great place to come to get energized. So check it out, lawlife.org. Um, it's going to be great this year. We're going to have a lot of wonderful speakers as we always do. Uh, and the March for Life is going to be amazing as well. I expect it to be actually a record-breaking year in terms of the number of people. There's so much happening at the federal level, even post-Roe. They want to codify Roe. Uh, we, we see all these ballot initiatives failing across the country, and a lot of that is because of um, strategy reasons. We're being outspent, outfunded by the opposition who lie, basically, about life. Um, so we are fighting with truth and we're fighting with limited resources, but, but people are galvanized. So come out to the March for Life if you can. And if you are going to go, email me and let me know. I'd love to say hi to you and, and invite you to come to the Law of Life Summit. All right. I just have a few more updates uh, before I wrap up um, this uh, update that uh, I'm producing here. Um, Let's see, where should I go next? So many things to talk about. It's hard to know. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Naples. So we're also going to be doing a Law of Life Summit in Naples, Florida, March 20th to the 22nd. And I would love to have the folks uh, at the studio at Catholic Spirit Radio all come down. It's a retreat and it's a lot of fun. We do things like an airboat excursion with pro-life leaders. But then we'll also do a community service project where we take gifts and to moms and babies at a, a maternity home. Uh, there's going to be trainings for best practices of running pregnancy centers, pro-life advocacy, a legal training, a training held by Leadership Institute on um, ballot initiatives. And then we're going to have a keynote with some very amazing speakers that will be announced soon. Um, it's just it's just such a cool event. It lasts for three days and it ends at two o'clock on Friday which gives uh, people plenty of time to stick around and enjoy the Naples uh, weekend if they choose to do so. So you can learn about the Naples Summit. Again, that's March 20th to the 22nd at NaplesSummit.com. Now this episode is, um, I'm calling this the Vita, uh, Vitae Fetus uh, Initiatives Update. Uh, again, that stands for uh, Life and Faith Initiatives. These are all the different projects that I'm involved with. Um, that I can talk about publicly. I'm, I'm involved with a few others that I can't talk about publicly that are really exciting that I'll announce when I can. So, um, you know, Naples in the middle of March, that's that's like a great time of year. If you live in Illinois or anybody anywhere else that's freezing cold, like, come on down. It's it's awesome. And if you live in places like Bloomington or Peoria, where I am, Allegiant now has like direct flights to Punta Gorda, Tampa, Orlando. Um, they're cheap, like $50 or $60 a flight. If you are, are uh, brave and you want to drive to St. Louis, you can get flights for as low as $35 um, on Spirit Airlines. You have to pay extra for baggage and stuff like that. But it's it's amazing, um, particularly during season in Florida, things get pretty expensive down there. So check it out, naplesummit.com. I hope you will join us. 
Um, let's see. The last thing I will talk about is music. And then I'm going to wrap up this show. It'll be a short show this weekend, but, um, maybe we'll add in some uh, highlights of some of our previous shows as well. So I am well underway with, um, with recording music. I have about six songs at the studio that are waiting to be edited and finished. We need to add, um, some things like keyboards and piano and backup vocals and things like that. Those, I think those are going to be the last, the last batch of songs for a while. Once I get those finished that are, um, produced with like lots of musicians involved. I am really going to simplify the production of my music. Um, like just make it raw as possible and, and beautiful. I, I can't help it, but I go through phases where I don't write music at all. And then all of a sudden, like every day I'll come up with lyrics and a song and it kind of drives me nuts. Um, but I've been writing so many interesting songs, uh, the last few weeks, uh, that I, I feel like I need a way that I can easily share this music with people. I don't know whether anybody will even want to listen to it or not, but they're not going to listen if I don't share. And also I want to preserve this music for my children because I feel like every song I write now in my life, I, I try to write music that will inspire my kids and talk to them and help them in some way. So, um, Anyway, new music coming out. You can, I'll be posting about that at RoyceHood.com. And uh, at Facebook, it's at RoyceHood Music. And then finally at YouTube, just all my projects, all the videos, all the different things I'm working on, I will release at RoyceHood via YouTube. So check that out. Um, I'd love for feedback on everything. And finally, um, before I wrap up this um, sort of short, Truth Culture Life episode for Catholic Spirit Radio. I want to ask you, what do you want to hear from? You know, basically starting in 2024, uh, I plan on starting fresh. We'll have Father Orsi back. Um, Sierra is going to be out for some time through the election of next year because of her work with the GOP. So she's unavailable, but we'll have a lot of great special guests. What? But what do you want to hear from? Some of the things that I've talked about with some of my producer friends is creating skits. Um, doing like audible reenactments of um, saints and saint life and things like that. Some of that production would take longer than a week. I produce these shows in an hour <laughs> every week. So we would need more production value. Tell, tell me what you'd be interested in hearing as a listener at, at uh, Catholic Spirit Radio. What would be fun? What would be entertaining? What would be something that you would be excited about? Is there something you've been looking for that you just can't find? Let me know. I'm looking for ideas. Email me at Royce at lawlife.org. And you can visit us, our Truth Culture Life pod Facebook page as well, and interact with me there if you'd like. So I hope I get to hear from you. And I just want to thank all my friends at Catholic Spirit Radio for uh, hosting this program every week. For the segment that follows this segment, I'm going to plug in some um, some music that I'm working on and maybe Maybe we'll plug in some um, highlight reels from our previous shows. So thank you for listening to Truth Culture Life. This has been a Vite Fides initiative update. Uh, Royce Hood signing out. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Below. Don't
Jesus said, Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. It was because of these words of Christ that Catholic Spirit Radio was founded. As Christians, we should evangelize because our love of God and neighbor compels us to do so. By supporting Catholic Spirit Radio, you are participating in the work of evangelization and fulfilling your Christian duty. May God bless you generously for doing so. Hi, this is Kathy and Anne from Catholic Spirit Radio. We are looking for folks who would love to volunteer with us during our fundraisers and various other station events and tasks throughout the year. We really need volunteers in the DeKalb, Sycamore, Morris, Joliet, and Lincoln areas, as well as Bloomington Normal. If you have a few extra hours or more a month, put them to use for the Lord. We would love to add your name to our Catholic Spirit Radio volunteer list. Contact us at office at catholicspiritradio.org. Listeners support Catholic Spirit Radio in many different ways. Some write checks, others use credit cards. But did you know that you can also give Catholic Spirit Radio your old car, truck, boat, motorcycle, or RV, even if it's not working? Donating your vehicle is easy. We take care of everything from pickup to tax receipt. Just go to catholicspiritradio.com to click on the Donate Your Vehicle link or call 866-628-CARS. St. Paul, in writing to the early Christians of Corinth, encouraged them to be fools for Christ's sake. Foolishness in the eyes of the world consists of such things as giving one's time, talent, or treasure to a worthy cause. Attending Mass, going to confession, joining the religious life, or even running a Catholic radio station. By being fools in the eyes of the world, we are wise in Christ. Wouldn't it be great if we all were fools for Christ? Christmas and year-end giving constitutes one-third of all charitable donations made annually. Please join others in supporting Catholic Spirit Radio during December. Donations do great good and are tax-deductible. To give to our Christmas and year-end giving campaign, please visit our website at catholicspiritradio.com today. Welcome back to Truth Culture Life. This is Royce Hood, and this is the final episode for the year that I am producing. I just want to give a shout out to Catholic Spirit Radio, to John and to Anne and to everybody else. Thank you so much for um, hosting this program, and it has been just so much fun. Um, Okay, so for the remainder of this episode, I am going to um, showcase some of the music that I have been working on. These, some of these songs are are basically almost done. They are still in production. I just need to get into the studio and finish them. This first one is called Frogs in a Pot. And you may recognize the lyrics. This is based on a Russian parable, uh, the Boiling Frog Parable. Tell me what you think. Please email me at royce at lawlife.org. I would love to hear from you. And it is just such a pleasure to be able to share uh, my opinions and, in some cases, this music with you. Now, you may have heard uh, bits and pieces of this song before in some other episodes, but I thought it would be fun to play the whole thing here now uh, with the remaining time that I have for this weekend. So thank you again for listening to Truth Culture Life. I'm Royce Hood, Catholic Spirit Radio, and here is Frogs in a Pot. Gonna be sad 
Watching my friends As they sit in a pot of water It's up, oh, oh, feeling warmer They don't jump, oh no, it boils over How did we become Like frogs in a pot of water Welcome back to Truth Culture Life. Uh, this is Royce Hood, and I guess you weren't, you hopefully weren't gone. You were uh, hopefully wondering, what is this music that I'm listening to? That, if you're just tuning in, that was Frogs in a Pot. That is a rough mix of a song I have been working on at, um, at the Rock Solid Studio in Dunlap, Illinois. Shout out to Jimmy Bridgman. He is, if you heard that, he's probably shaking his head like, Royce, it's not ready yet. And I know it's not ready yet. It hasn't been mixed, hasn't been mastered. I want to add in some other instruments and some more backup vocals and we need to mix it and get it done. Um, but so that was sort of a premature um, sneak peek of Frogs in a Pot in its entirety. 
And again, if you've been listening to Truth Culture Life long enough, you've probably heard some clips of that song in the past, but I wanted to play the whole thing for you. So let me know what you think. Email me at royce at lawlife.org. I would love to hear from you. You like it, you don't like it, critiques, um, compliments, whatever you want to say, just email me. And also, you know, feel free to share what you're looking for on this program in the new year. What would be exciting for you? What would be inspirational to you? Do you want more prayer? Do you want more mysticism from the saints? Do you want more politics? What do you want? What are you looking for on Truth Culture Life? And we are um, putting together a, a program for next year and hoping to make it just really, really great. Um, so thank you for listening. And I just, again, want to give a shout out to all my friends at Catholic Spirit Radio for hosting this program. All right, next up is a little bit more poppy of a song. It's got more pop and umph to it. You've heard clips of this track before if you've been listening to Truth Culture Life long enough. And this song um, is about, it's about me, I guess, in many ways as a young man. There was a period in my life where I was getting involved with music and I was just doing it on my own. I had a keyboard that had a drum pad on it. So I had a beat and I had a guitar and I sang. And so it was a, a skinny kid with a guitar, a keyboard and a microphone. And I played at, a, at the Burt Reynolds Museum in Jupiter, Florida. It was the first big gig I had. And I had all original songs. And I was so nervous. I'll never forget getting up on stage. And I had you know butterflies in my stomach thinking, like, what am I doing? And I had been practicing probably for a year in my bedroom. Music for me was a release. It was, it was therapy. Um, you know, it was a difficult time in my life as a young man. My, uh, my mom and my adopted father had divorced. It was a really messy period of time. And so music was like, wow, it was like this outlet, this place that I could go and just be in my head and, and sing about things that, that I cared about. And it really just helped me so much. So anyways, I was at the Burt Reynolds Museum um, in the Burt Reynolds Ranch, <laughs> I should say. Home of Burt Reynolds, yes, for those who are uh, young enough to know who that is. Anyway... I had a big crowd and all my songs, they weren't overly religious, but they, and I talked about God and I, I talked about my faith. And uh, this was before I was even a, a full blown, you know, practicing Catholic, but I always had a relationship with the Lord when I was young, um, even though I didn't know much about the church. So I ended up um, getting invited to join a band shortly after that gig. Uh, a lot of people really liked the music and they were impressed with what I was doing, I guess, at the time. And unfortunately, that band did not want me to talk about God. They did not want me to talk about faith. And so for a period of time, I sort of went along with that. And I, I sort of got away from, I think, what I was supposed to be doing. So this song, looking back, is all about, like, listen, like, sing about God. Don't, don't worry about it. And in many ways, I'm talking to myself 20 years ago. But I'm also talking to my children. And I'm talking to other people that are listening. Use your faith. Use your talents for good. Don't be afraid to be who you are, especially when, um, when you're, you're looking to, to do good things and if you're serving the Lord especially. So that's what this song is about. And in many ways, um, you'll, hear, you'll hear sort of a catchy little hook that you know, says, we only kneel for the Lord. And I mean that too. Like, you know, who are we kneeling for in this world? You know, hopefully no one. Hopefully the only person we kneel for is, uh, is Jesus Christ, right, in heaven. So anyway, check it out. This is um, Keep On Singing is the name of the song.
thinking about reasons and how different life might be, different roads are now. I guess this is me talking to myself. If I could go back in time, would I change a thing? Forever freezing and right Might tell myself a few things Have courage and be strong Have faith above all else Keep working on that song Don't let them hold you down If your dreams dream for God Keep on dreaming in your song, sing for God. Keep on singing, use your talents for good. Keep on singing if I could. about you but i i actually really like that song i'm biased obviously because it is my song but um 
Yeah, I just think it's really cool and catchy. One of the things I'm thinking about doing with that song is actually deleting the drums that you hear. I like parts of the beat a lot. Uh, the drummer that we use is a studio drummer in Peoria. He's a very talented musician, but I'm thinking about actually using more um, like an electronic um, percussion, like a groove type of instrument. I don't know. Just I want to make it as catchy as possible. But as Tom Brecka, the founder of Thomas More Society in Chicago, always says, uh, and he said to me a few times over the years, uh, perfection is the enemy of production. So therefore, maybe we'll just keep it as is. I'm not really sure yet. Um, so anyway, that was uh, Keep On Singing. And when will that song be done? Hopefully it'll be done in the new year. I'm thinking, you know, I've got a really, really busy schedule starting after the new year. So we'll be coming back after the new year with new episodes of Truth Culture Life right here at Catholic Spirit Radio. I've got the Law of Life Summit that you probably heard about at the top of the show uh, in Washington, D.C. That's January 18th. Of course, we've got the March for Life. And I'm going to be driving this year, by the way, to Washington, D.C. from Peoria, uh, for the week of the March. So if anybody listening is planning on going to the March for Life and you want a caravan, let me know. It's uh, always their safety in numbers, I guess you could say, especially in the middle of winter. You know, it's funny, in, in my Florida days, there was weekends where we would take a boat from Jupiter, Florida, the Jupiter Inlet, um, which is absolutely beautiful. I love it there. But we would take a boat from the Jupiter Inlet over to the Bahamas and Wow, what an experience. What a childhood. Uh, kids growing up in central Illinois just have no idea what they're missing out on. No offense to the wonderful people here. Um, but wow, it, it was such an interesting experience being in the middle of the ocean. Most of my Midwestern friends actually probably wouldn't do it if somebody paid them a million bucks. Uh, my some of my family that I've married into here is just petrified of the water and the ocean in general. But anyhow, we would cross over from Jupiter to the Bahamas. It's about a two and a half hour boat ride. We had a 34 foot long boat with twin 250 engines, which was a gas guzzler. And that thing would just power through big seas, rough waves, calm currents. It didn't matter. It would just go. And there were times where we would hit, uh, hit storms or hit, you know, big, big, just swells in the, in the ocean and it's sort of hard to explain but it could be really really flat and all of a sudden there's rough seas um, or you'd go into a squall which is like a storm out in the water um, anyway so we would always have a buddy boat is the idea you really never want to cross by yourself it's always good to have a buddy boat with you if you can um, that is my long-winded story on basically suggesting that if anybody is going to drive to the march for life we can have a buddy boat on the highway we can drive and caravan together. So reach out to me if you are going, Royce at lawlife.org. It might be kind of fun to caravan over. Anyway, um, boy, thinking about the Bahamas, I could go, I could fill up the rest of this radio show with stories of the Bahamas. I'll tell you this there's one thing for anybody that's listening that's ever been out in the ocean, um, ever been out in the middle of the sea. You know, you get to a point where you're, out in the Atlantic or the Pacific, wherever you are, and you leave shore, you leave port, and all of a sudden you can't see land anymore. And there's this like threshold in the horizon that you you cross, you, you get to that point of no return, and you look back and all of a sudden the land is just gone. And especially when you've been 
you know, cruising along for a few hours in the middle of the ocean and you, you are just a tiny little speck <laughs> in the middle of the big blue sea. Some of my favorite experiences growing up and being out on the sea was that, was just being out there, um, particularly at night. And it's beautiful during the day. You see all sorts of neat things, dolphins and fish and sharks and maybe a whale or something. But at night, it's hard to imagine. But when you don't have all the light pollution from the big cities and everything else, you just look up in, in, in the st at the sky at night and, and you see more stars than you can ever imagine and shooting stars. And, you, I mean, I saw things like we saw shooting stars and it looked like, you know, maybe a shooting star entered the atmosphere. You see like an explosion up in the sky or something. It's hard to, hard to explain, but the different things that you would see stargazing at night in the middle of the ocean, that was, that was my favorite part of being out in the ocean as a young man. Um, for those that don't know, I actually worked on a cruise ship for three months right after graduating high school. So that was a lot of fun. And I slept on the boat and I was on the boat for literally every day for three months going back and forth from Florida to the Bahamas. And then prior to that, and after that, um, we were fortunate enough to either have a boat or have friends with boats. We would go to the Bahamas quite often. Um, tons of fun. Anyway, I would encourage anybody listening, if you have the ability to one day get to the Bahamas, definitely do it. And it's funny, this isn't a show about traveling or anything like that, but when you, when you get to a spot and even, even just going to the mountains in Colorado or going to a field in the middle of central Illinois, um, right? Get away from the lights, get away from the highways, get away from the TV and the noise and, and the cell phones and just look up and see God's wonder. See the, you know, the artist himself, the creator, all the beauty. And there's something about, like for me, I always felt very close to God out in the water, whether I was out surfing and feeling the power of the waves bring me into shore, or whether I was out in the ocean or up in the mountains, you know, being, being away from noise is an opportunity. And that, that's why a lot of really cool um, retreats in the Catholic Church, you know, um, you'll see, like, I'll talk to some of the seminarians at the diocese, and they'll go on, like, you know, long walks and silent retreats and you know, walking through the woods, you know, silently doing the rosary or whatever it is. But that silence, you know, sometimes in that silence, we can really find ourselves and we can really, um, you know, we can hear the voice of God, the hand of God on our hearts, giving us ideas where to go, inspiring us. Anyway, I'm going to leave you with that. I was thinking about maybe doing another song or two, but I think we're about out of time. So thank you so much for listening to Truth Culture Life at Catholic Spirit Radio and for putting up with the uh, unusual show this weekend. This'll, this is the last show for the year, as I've said a few times. Uh, we'll be back after the new year. I wish everybody a Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll leave you with this. God bless, and be sure to, again, reach out with me. Reach out to me at royce at lawlife.org. Be sure to visit me on Facebook at Truth Culture Life Pod, um, and let me know what you think of the program. And I can't wait to talk to you again next year. God bless. Your best dress Do your hair, makeup Look your best I wear my finest suit Shine up my shiny shoes Can you Feel the 
Sin to 